Welcome in. It is officially week three of the NFL football season. We just wrapped up week two. Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions failed to get through the backdoor cover. Uh, and we are already moving on to week three. It was um, a successful betting weekend from both college football and NFL perspective. I do think our player props tool had a really good week. Eric, kind of what were your initial betting takeaways from week two here? Yeah, I mean, the NFL season uh, totals, we, we, we saw, I think, a, a fairly normal um, set of circumstances. I'm looking at our bets from last week. We had under in the New Orleans game, under in the Buffalo game, under in the Dallas game. Um, we didn't, we, we had over in the Cleveland Houston game. So in the early slate, I think we, we swept totals. We did have some unders, including, uh, tonight's game, Detroit versus Green Bay yeah. that went under, or went, went over, over by three but points. we had, we had the so, under, yeah. two and a half points. It was, so that wasn't great. The field goal at the end of the half, uh, where Green Bay called a timeout and, you know, Detroit missed, uh, but then they got it back and, and made. Uh, obviously cost some people some money if you bet the under. Um, player props did fantastic. Uh, I think it was yep. something like 22 units if you flat bet everything. And then, you know, a, a, like, I think it was something like seven times that if you actually bet, you know, like proportional to the percentage edge, which, again, some weeks you get buried doing that, some weeks you don't. So this right, was just a, right. one of the weeks where we did really well and, um, I'm happy about that. I'm, I'm happy that uh, we're offering some value to uh, the consumers. Yeah, definitely paying for those subscriptions. So if you have not locked in that PFF Elite subscription, you are probably missing out. I don't think you've missed out on the best of the best yet for the 2021 season, though. So make sure you get that subscription. I do know Andrew Fenekels and I's... Uh, uh, Island game write-ups. We've gone 11 and over the past three games in our player prop market, so that has been a really positive article as well. I know you and George do an early week uh, betting preview here, and I know you guys have been picking up some line value, kind of starting to see some things turn in your direction, but I did take note of one particular thing. Besides a total that you guys took, you guys took four uh, away teams coming up here on this Sunday slate of games. How are you kind of evaluating you know, early season home field advantage if there is any are you kind of seeing anything kind of flesh out uh in that particular area of the betting market yeah it's a great question i have i have not looked exactly i do think for week one home field advantage was not uh that meaningful let's look at um let's look at uh, total so if you look at um season 2021 um if you take the mean um let's look at home score and away score yeah basically away teams have scored more points so far this year uh going into this past game um than uh than home teams uh 15 you know so obviously green bay winning tonight by 17 18 or so is going to skew that but you're certainly on average so far not getting the two you know, two and a half points that you're customarily used to. I did talk to you about the CFL as well. We're, we are seven weeks into that league. The betting markets have given, um, the betting markets have given uh, home teams uh, an average of 2.7 points. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the average game is basically in 0.7 points away. So you've had 0.7 right. points of home field advantage. So there isn't even an edge um, in that league in terms of betting 
uh, road teams so far this year in the NFL. Um, you know, based on closing lines, home teams have gotten 1.25 points of home field advantage. Uh, again, going into this week, going into well, actually that does include uh, the game that we just saw tonight, I believe. Um, so. Again, there's probably an edge in betting road teams. Um, you look at, you know, Las Vegas Raiders was one of our biggest scores this week. Denver went on the road and covered. Um, you know, there there are some other performances that were notable. Minnesota went on the road uh, and covered as well. So maybe right now home field advantage, not necessarily, um, you know, sort of what we think it is. So like, I just going through this. The Giants covered as, as a road underdog. The Texans covered as a road underdog. Um, the Broncos covered as a road favorite. The Bills covered as a road favorite. Patriots covered as a road favorite. The Niners covered as a road favorite. The Raiders covered as a home underdog. Uh, Vikings covered as a home underdog. The Falcons gave the Bucks a game, but ultimately covered. The Cowboys won outright as a, as a road underdog. Titans won outright as a road underdog. Right. <laughs> I don't need to so repeat myself. Ravens did win a win a home game as a home underdog, and the Packers covered as a home favorite this week. So, uh, you know, as of now, it seems like home field advantage a little bit overblown. Well, yeah, a little bit overblown. And that's kind of, you know, some of the things that we've kind of seen throughout the whole betting market, right? We also talked, you know, people talked a lot about Las Vegas Raiders traveling across the country, playing the early slate of games after a short week. A lot of those things kind of seem already baked into the market at this point in time. Or right? if so anything, overestimated. Overestimated, right? So they are like heavily influenced. There also could be some spots where you could potentially fade some of those narratives kind of moving forward at this point in time because as we kind of move forward and we kind of, you know, see the sports betting market kind of ev not necessarily evolve but kind of like mature in certain ways, some of these ideas that have been, you know, so commonplace for so long either are already baked in or are overbaked in, kind of like what Eric said. So maybe those are spots where you can. Instead, kind of, you know, pivot away from the conventional wisdom, wisdom, maybe, maybe find some value in some of those teams that nobody else is really willing to touch because there's certain things, uh, you know, present in the market that maybe no longer exist or don't exist to the level that people kind of uh, understand it to be at this point in time. So we will see. But let's let's talk about some week three. I know you guys bet some early games and things like that. I guess I want to get your initial read. If you were having, you know, a pretty significant wager coming up here on a week three game, what one is jumping out at you at this point in time that you really want to bet? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, we have green line coming out. What will be this morning? So still sort of uh, wading through that a little bit. Um, but, you know, just on first blush, me and George Shahuri, uh, we had a few picks um, going, uh, you know, that are up on PFF.com right now. One that we bet um, that looks like it's kind of going in uh, our direction is Washington getting nine and a half in Buffalo. That does seem like a game where if, you know, Josh Allen is not the player, uh, that he was a season ago, which that appears to be the case, um, you know, it's hard to expect him, um, you know, to cover that number, you know, cover a number that big. And frankly, like, I think that probably is a buy until you get to seven and a half, right? I mean, um, right. our model is like Washington football team a little bit more than the market. It's it's a weird confluence. Like, the we don't like the Washington football team, you know, we, uh, for the season on balance and in large part because 
they're not favored in that many games. So how the hell do you win eight and a half games exactly. if you're not if you're favored in three? You know, like it right, seems like a big right. distance. But game to game, it seems like we like them. Um, I think Washington football team is going to be a team I'm heavily on this week. Um, the uh, you know. Uh, Famous last words again, but I think the Atlanta Falcons getting three in New York against the Giants. I know the Giants are coming off 10 game, ten days rest, which is what Washington is, again, going into Buffalo. Um, but, you know, at some point in time, the the fact that the Falcons are more talented um, at the quarterback position should play out unless Matt Ryan's completely cooked. Um, trying to think of some other ones. Um, and then Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay getting a point and a half. It's now actually trending more towards Pickham, in fact. Right. Um, on Pinnacle, Tampa Bay is minus 103. Los Angeles is minus 107. Um, I, I I don't think Stafford's looked bad. Certainly uh, didn't look bad in week one and wasn't terrible in week two. Um, but this, to me, is giving way too much credit to the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, it's definitely a spot where we've been lower on than the market all off season with the LA Rams. Kind of being, you know, public popular team, especially with the Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford marriage. Looks pretty good to start the season. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. I do think it is way overblown to have Tampa Bay as uh, you know, even a road dog at this point in time, especially matching up against the Rams. So I, I definitely like that spot quite a bit. Um I do think there is you know, something to be had about the top two teams in the NFL, right? The Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you think, um, you know, coming out in our PFF simulation that's going to be up on our NFL Power Ratings tool, do you think after this week two, um, is Tampa Bay going to basically be our favorite to win the Super Bowl at this point in time? Or do you think there's going to be value on them in the betting market at all or not? Well, yeah, they've been our favorite, you know, ever since the simulation tool started out. And I think that's because, um, you know, we've had, um, you know, we've had them like sort of run. Like it's because we're low on the Rams. It's because we're lower right. on the San Francisco 49ers. This, we're okay on the Seattle Seahawks, the but they have a tough road. Like the NFC, like our our numbers don't necessarily see much in the way of a, a second team in the NFC. So yeah. if Tampa Outside Bay Packers, with an easy guess, schedule right. plows through the NFC, gets the one seed, I mean, they're going to be a hard team to beat in the playoffs on the road. And then, um, you know, in the AFC, you know, it, it's a little bit more distributed. I do agree that Kansas City is a favorite. But as we saw Sunday night, they're they're not necessarily um, completely uh, out of the woods as far as um, – they're not completely out of the woods as far as, you know, sort of getting out of the AFC. So, yeah. you know, you and I placed a bet at 7-1, to one, um, pretty sizable one. For that, for Tampa to win the Super Bowl, depending on where you look, DraftKings has them about plus 550. Um, Kansas City still the favorite there at five to one, which is, by the way, better than when they started the season, which is interesting uh, if you're somebody to overreact to the Chiefs' loss in Week Two. Um, Circa is the one place, the one sharp place um, that I've seen that actually has um, that actually has uh, Tampa favored. They're plus 475. Whereas Kansas City's plus, I believe, 550. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I sort of agree with you, Ben, that Tampa should be the favorite. Um, and, and uh, you know, for now at least. 
Week two of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week three game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with the Daily Fantasy Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, min $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. NFL Week 1 is in the books, which means PFF has data and grades for every single player who logged a snap last week. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, PFF's NFL and college football betting dashboards, our grade-powered projections, cover probabilities, and betting values. Zero to 100 grades of every single player, including the top rookies on every team. Player prop tools which shows plus minus value for every NFL prop and so much more. Check out the highest graded players from week one and looks to find early value on spread picks and player props for week two. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you on that. I agree with you. So let's let's shift gears a little bit. We're not going to have another chance to probably talk about some of these Thursday night and Friday night college football games. There is definitely some value on our NCAA Greenline product. Make sure you check that out. Once again, that get that PFF Elite subscription. It's definitely worthwhile. But I want to talk to you a little bit about one of my favorite bets, I think, coming up here uh, for this entire week. Marshall Thunder and Herd traveling to Appalachian State. Uh, right now, market consensus minus seven, minus seven and a half for Appalachian State, depending on where you are looking at at this point in time. 58 and a half point total. Um, we have these two teams a lot lot more close than what the market projects at this point in time. We have uh, Marshall at 49th overall in our ELO ratings. Appalachian State at 41st overall, basically neck and neck in our offensive range system. Um, if you can find a seven and a half point spread for Marshall, I do think that that is definitely a justifiable play. I do think it could be one of the better betting opportunities in college football. Are you seeing any other value or spots that you really like that are jumping out to you in this early week college football betting? Yeah, as you said, Ben, I mean, what I like to do, and I, I might just tweet this out because it's kind of fun, but if you look at our NCAA power rankings, you can actually filter down to conference, but you can also filter down to group of five. And, yep. it, it, you know, I, I tweeted out a group of five top 10, or I, I put it into the chat for the main account to tweet out. And it's really interesting, right? You have Cincinnati about 14 and a half point better than the average opponent on a neutral. You have Coastal Carolina about nine points better than the average opponent on a neutral. And then App State's fifth, Marshall's eighth, you know, in power in group of five. Um, App State, we have only as one and a half or 1.2 points better, as you said, um, which I think makes this bet, um, you know, important, especially given, as you as we talked about, home field advantage, not particularly, um, you know, as stout as what people think. Marshall's defense, fantastic. Running game, also fantastic for Marshall. O over a quarter. Uh, of a expected point uh, uh, gained per rush for that team. So that's a really fun bet. It's always good to have a Thursday night game uh, that you can sweat out. Um, you know, sort of speaking to that as well, um, I do like, um, you know, on 
on Thursday. I'm going back to the well um, with uh, the Charlotte 49ers. They, they did not cover um, this past week, uh, even though they had a lead at two different points in time. Um, right. they, they gave up a backdoor touchdown. I like them laying three against the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders uh, on Friday. So get yourself a Friday game there. Um, the, the other one I also like, um, it is, you know, and this one, this one's, you know, uh, wet Virginia coming off of a really good effort, I thought against UNC, but I think they're going to be in a letdown here. I like the wake forest demon Deacons, another team that gave a game effort, uh, against Clemson. They're getting four on the road. Um, I like that one as well. Yeah, I like that one quite a bit. I also like the under in that game, 67. I do think yeah. that seems just a little bit high for this Friday night matchup as well. That, so, that's because um, that's because Virginia gave up so many points to UNC, right? Like, right, if you right. look at the other, if you look at the other game, Wake Forest held Clemson to 14 points, right? So right. like that that's a very much that's what you want to look at more so than the Virginia Cavaliers, um, you know, giving up so many points and getting into a. A, a fighting match with with UNC like that's uh, I think this game's gonna be a little bit more controlled um, by the defense of Wake Forest although you know both again both teams um, you know Wake Forest runs the ball more than 50% of the time but they're bad at it like minus 0.22 expected points per Virginia also isn't good at running the ball but they have been good at passing it um, their quarterbacks nine 8.55% of their passes have been big time throws I think that has more to do with who they faced um, but that's really where the betting market's looking when it sets a number as big as 67. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you on that. And I like that quite a bit. I think you've talked me back into the Charlotte. I know we've been on it basically the last two weeks. They didn't cover, like Eric said, last week. I was maybe going to give them uh, just a little bit of a breather this week, maybe not play them. But I am going to lock in that Charlotte. I am going to lock in Wake Forest as well. I do like those two early week college football bets. Uh, we went through you know, quite a bit. We, talked, we touched on a little bit of evergreen topics, how to approach some of the home field advantage situations, maybe a little bit of other you know, things that it seems like the market already is baked into or understands at this point in time how to approach some of those situations. And then a lot of like some of the picks and stuff like that as well. So make sure you get that PFF Elite subscription. Check out the NFL Greenline tool that's going to be up here uh, as we speak, as you're listening to this podcast. We've got some NCAA Greenline bets as well. Player props tools coming before you know it here on Wednesday as well. So from Ben Brown, joined by Eric Eager, we appreciate you guys listening to the PFF Betting Podcast. 